Hey everybody, welcome to the Devin Hour. I'm your host, Devin, and today we have someone who is very special, very intelligent, uh, out here doing big things, YouTuber, blogger, mental health advocate. My good friend, Mr. Robbie, is here on the Devin Hour. I'm so excited. No problem. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I'm having you here is really good because this whole entire month I've been doing interviews with Black LGBTQ, and that's something that I really wanted to do, especially in these times because we just need the visibility. Right. We just need yeah. the representation. Right. Like, and we really need to put people out there in the world that we know are advocating. So like you and the other guests that I've had on are people who are advocating, people who are using their platforms, using their voice to help propel uh, just goodness forward. Like, so this, so I'm so happy to have you here. And um, you. I've been so following you. I've been following you for a while now too, right? Yeah. Yeah, how have- Instagram, I believe. I think I found you from Julian because he was talking about, uh, I think you guys work together. And he was on your podcast or Ken the Doll. And then I was just like, okay, there's another creative out there who's doing something. And like, I have to collab and be a part of it because there's definitely strength in numbers. No, for real. That's, that's the biggest thing. We're bigger. We're better in numbers. We're bigger in numbers. So yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know you found me through Julian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Julian. Uh, so yes, here you are. Uh, so first, I really want to like get into you and your background, um, and then we're going to talk about all the exciting things, especially the remember who you are, uh, that I think is absolutely amazing and motivational that we're definitely going to get into. But first, like, where are you from? Give me all that background. New York. I was born and raised here. Um, I never thought I would ever want to be into mental health. Um, life just kind of pushed me and propelled me to, you know, to get ready to enter a world that no one really wants to talk about. Yes. Um, no one still usually wants to talk about it to this day. Um, I had to go through my own situations and I still go through depression and anxiety and I feel like we all do. Um, and first of all, I want to start saying that like, I use go, go through instead of suffer because words are powerful and we need to choose them wisely. You know, yes. we can get through these things. Um, I kind of just fell into it. I I... I started um, writing back in January of last year, and that became with um, a mental health internship. I just wanted to help people because I knew that, like, if someone could hear my stories, if someone knew what I've been through, um, it would touch someone, and then maybe they would be able to talk about the things they've been through and, and touch on and dig into childhood trauma. Um, I just really wanted to start helping people. Yes, that's awesome. What borough? Um, Brooklyn. Period. The the best one. Right. Bronx got the hills. I know y'all. A lot of y'all live in Bronx. I'm sorry. Those hills are are, are right. <laughs> no gonna... dead ass. <laughs> That's cool. Like, are you are you of Caribbean descent? Because I know a lot of Caribbean people go to. Oh, I'm Brooklyn. not. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, you're the first like non-Caribbean person I met that's from Brooklyn. <laughs> Everybody's either Jamaican, Trini, Haitian. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Flatbush too. Yes, I have mad family in uh, in Flatbush. No, I really wanted to um, 
just share my stories. I've like been through a lot of situations. I've been through a lot of things in life. I currently still always go through things. So I'm like, how can I use what I'm going through and allow it to teach me and better me so that way I can help other people? Because the truth is the world's going through kind of the same things. A lot of us are feeling a lot of the same emotions. A lot of us have been through, you know, childhood trauma. A lot of us have been through things that we don't want to talk about. So if one person takes the time to talk about these things, you know, it opens up the gateway for everyone to talk about these things. Because like you said, we all have been through similar situations. Of course, like there's different intersections and stuff within life that everybody goes through on their own. Right. But right. at the end of the day, like everybody knows what it's like to kind of feel isolated, to know what it's like to be in your head. You know, so these are all things that we could all relate on. And just putting that message out there could really help unify us. And especially right. us as Black LGBTQ, you'll be surprised how many of us have the same background Mm -hmm. who've been through the same thing who've been through like childhood molestations who've been through like so many things that we just don't talk about yeah we just don't talk about yeah like we would be a little bit closer and and one thing i do want to say we have to do better as as people um i definitely believe in like being the change that you want to see we can complain a lot about things not changing but a lot of us are doing nothing to help change and a lot of us are still being silent and not having conversations so it's like you have to make sure that if you really want to to make change that you have to be it first and for real and that's one of the things that um we're going to get into this a little bit later but like during this movement the black lives matter movement if you have been silent throughout all this then my youtube video is dropping tomorrow yeah like if you have been been silent if you have been silent on all of this, then you are useless <laughs> because this isn't something that you should be silent about, right. you know, because you never know, no matter how big or small your following is or uh, how big or small your, uh, your platform is, there's always people listening. You never know what household you might be touching by just putting, putting a message out there. Save. Exactly. Exactly. We all have voices and that's what, to jump a little forward and then we'll go back. That's mm-hmm. what like remember who you are is about, like using your voice, remembering literally who you are. Because we yeah. in like seconds within childhood traumas and all different kind of things. I forget sometimes. Yeah, for real. Uh, so speaking of childhood, we're not gonna get into the traumas, but <laughs> I want you to just describe little Robbie. Um, that's funny, speaking of silence, very much silent, very much in my shell, very much cared about um what others thought about me um put a lot of like you know put my happiness to the side or didn't even know what my happiness was um lack of purpose there was a lot (laughs) it was also it was also fun um I will say it was fun and now now it's just like okay I'm here time to grow up and time to like change the world it's crazy yeah for real yeah I always like sorry did you feel like any pressure come from the world as a child? Like, no, but I don't feel pressure now as like mm. a content creator. And like, I think that's what stopped me in like between like making videos and being able to like not being able to make them. Um, the pressures of consistency. And sometimes I get in my own head with my anxiety. It's like, all right, you have this platform. Well, now what are you going to do with it? You know, yeah. you have to exist it. You have to make sure your mental health is okay before you're trying to make sure other people's mental health is okay. There's a lot of pressure now as a content creator. <laughs> yeah, bro. For me as a child, like, I've personally felt the pressure of the world because 
I don't want to toot my own horn, but I felt like I was a pretty woke child. Right. Like right. I immediately picked up on, oh, so this is what the world wants to see me as. Like I'm a black, I'm a black child. So the world already is going to put me in a box. Right. But then now I'm a black queer like, child. Like times over. Yeah. And when you start to go through life a little bit more and I started to understand who I was, I am a black queer child. And holy shit, the world hates that. <laughs> like, right, right. So it was immediate, immediate for, for me. But like, how, like I discussed in other, like previous episodes, everybody kind of grows and figure out the world in their own pace. Right. So like, when was it for you where you have like, really start to understand, okay, this world is not necessarily meant for me. <laughs> right. Um, or not necessarily not as meant for you as in like the world is not going to take a liking to who I am as an individual. I wouldn't say I've, I've gotten there yet. I know now, well, this video tomorrow coming on YouTube, the world might not like me after that. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um, I've never really felt that. Um, wait, I'm lying. As a child, I felt that. I felt growing up gay was like, one of the worst things and like the world would just judge me completely for it um it put me in my shell a lot mm. and I was just like very uncomfortable so like my childhood and feeling uncomfortable made me realize that like there's different stages of this and like I I, I felt like the world was against me I felt like no one would understand me I definitely felt misunderstood yeah uh, yeah yeah, like I said, that's another experience that a lot of us, Black LGBTQ, has felt. Like, we've all <laughs> felt that. Like, the world is against us. Our our existence is, for some odd reason, just, like, this burden on the world. When, in reality, Black queer people have been propelling pop culture and just culture in general forward. So, in all honesty, bitch, I want my reparations because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Because all this trauma you put, this world put black queer people through just for us to be the front, the, the leaders of everything, the at the forefront of everything. Oh, the, the intelligent, it's, it's beyond like. Yes. It's for us to be the most oppressed, but for us to be the most impactful, like it's just so, okay. it's this dissonance that I'm just like, like, do you like us or do you like us? not. Or not, like, <laughs> it's so weird, it's so weird to me. Um, so who are some of your uh, inspirations? Oh, I love That's a great question. Um, I would definitely say my grandmother. Uh, she raised me, you know, I, I claim a PK. I mean, she was she was a secretary of the church, but I was always in the church. You might as well call me a PK. Um, that was <laughs> a struggle in itself growing up, you know, gay and in the church. Um, and she just inspired me to just, like, always, like, me with my heart. Yeah, um, and always pray and just you know just be the best person person I can be. Always trying to become a better version of myself. So I would definitely have to say my grandmother. You were a preacher's kid by default, <laughs> or a preacher kid adjacent. Right, right, right. Preacher's kid by default. Yeah, no, that's so cute. Grandmas are the best, aren't they? Right, and that's they hold the families together. I've got to learn about the importance of family and like learning that you can actually create one. Help me pronounce this. Is it trike? Tolomania? Oh, trickle tillomania. Oh my god. Whoa, that was a journey for me, I swear. I rem I remember. I remember you were like going you were going through it and then 
I was really in here. You pop, you pop back up on social media, and I was like, Robbie, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Everyone knows if I go away from social media, there's there's a problem. There's yeah. A problem. <laughs> so just tell me a little bit about. First off, tell me what it is. Like, what's the definition? So, Trichotillomania is the act of pulling out your hair uh, due to depression or anxiety or stress. Mm-hmm. Um, it also involves like picking at your skin, biting your nails, different yeah. things of that nature. Um, it was stressful because one, I couldn't identify what it was for the longest time. Like it was just like, okay, well, I know, you know, this is going on and I feel this way. And I started really like getting patches of hair and I was like, wait a minute. Like one thing I'm big on is self-awareness. So I had to realize like, okay, what's happening now and try to identify, okay, what what are you exactly feeling? And the quarantine put me, Corona, the COVID-19 experience, which were still unfortunately going through it put me through a lot of of depression i was writing from home for a while and i was looking forward to you know going to work getting into the office creating a a new space and like like we said um it kind of shut the year down well not the year i don't wish that um it shut a couple of months down and it's it's one thing to like really deal with yourself in four walls by yourself Mm -hmm. for hours and days and weeks it's a lot on the mental. I started thinking about finances, thinking about family, thinking about not being able to see my loved ones. Um, and it just put a toll on me. I really started to like slowly pull out my hair. Yeah. And we talked about a little bit about this, like before we started recording, COVID really did a number on the world. It did a number on the world and did a number on a lot of our, our personal lives. And it made like emotions just fluctuate. Like, uh-huh. Like you start like when I started out with this like during, when we first got into quarantine, I was like, okay, this is weird. Right, but I can slightly adjust because I, I could adjust because yeah. at least I'm at home. At least I have you know shelter, right. you know something. But as time went by, you were like, holy shit! Like the then the reality of everything really started to sink in. And you're just like, oh. But then like I got my phone bill due. I got <laughs> right. All these things <laughs> coming at you and you're like stuck. Yes. Like, me, it was very depressing because like I've been trying to move for like the longest and like um, I've, I have been in a domestic violence uh, relationship a couple years ago mm-hmm. and I still live at the place where me and my ex used to live and I'm like trying to like start this new chapter in my life and I feel like, yo, COVID is really trying me right now. I'm trying to get out of here. So it was like all these pressures of bills, finances, trying to move, trying to figure out what's next in life for all of us. It, it, it put a lot of the pressures of still trying to create content while this is going on. It was a lot. So how did you eventually like come out of that? Um, again, self-awareness. I had to identify what I was feeling and allow myself time to process that without putting so much pressure on myself. I had to be patient with myself um, and be patient with the barber because I was wearing hats and shit for a minute. <laughs> but um yeah, I was just be patient with myself. I had time to meditate more and figure out what made me grounded. I did a lot of cooking. Um, yeah. You could throw it down in the kitchen, Robbie? Sure can. Chef Rob's. Oh, oh I can't wait. <laughs> Period. Period. Like, if I go, if I tell somebody, like, what you went through, like, what the name of it was, they'll be like, what is that? And then they'll <laughs> think you're crazy, too. I feel, I feel like also there's there's this, this lack of education, but even like if we go into the discussion of mental health, I feel like there's just so much stigma and just so much ignorance when it comes, like when it comes to it. Talk about, and I think that's what like 
some of the issues stem from. People would rather deal with trauma, deal with all other things than what's really bothering them and their feelings. And people don't like being vulnerable because there's a stigma in being vulnerable and they don't want to talk about that. Um, I feel like more mental health conversations need to be ha happening. I feel like parents need to, like, I feel like if we all knew as children about mental health, the world would be a little bit easier to deal with. You know what I mean? We wouldn't be so stuck yeah. in traumas and stuck on trying to figure out how to maneuver in this world with our feelings and what these feelings are, you know? Yeah, for real. And there's just such a stigma within LGBTQ or, and especially Blackness. Because, right. I, like, I don't know about you, but my family at first, when it comes to, like, therapy or any conversations around mental health, they're just like, well, yeah, you're fine. You're just going to get over it. Right. But, like, you're like, no, I'm actually suffering. Right. right. Or screaming for help silently. And that's what, again, that's why we need to have more of these conversations, create more safe spaces. This is why, like, I created Robbie Rant. So that way, like, I tell my story, you tell yours, and we all just, like, talk about it. Yeah, for real. It's, it's just, I don't like the fact that it is so downplayed within the Black community because we know for a fact that our family members, we've seen, like, our, our moms and our, and our dads or our grandparents, like, we've seen what they've went through. Right. And it's like, they don't, and it's also kind of like, they don't want to, they don't want to acknowledge it because they don't also, they don't want to be associated with it. Right. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't want that, that verbiage to be like, okay, wait, this also applies to me. I feel like it's also like a sense of fear. And, right. And especially because with like illness and disease, your mind just automatically thinks, you know, negative or bad space or like yeah. break through it. Yeah. And it's not, it's not always a bad thing. This is just a part of you. Right. You know, like it's right. not it's not a end all be all situation. Right. I said that in one of my um YouTube videos on suicide prevention. It's like once you start to realize that like depression and anxiety come in waves, mm -hmm. you start to realize, okay, this is what I'm feeling. How can I navigate through these feelings without saying, like, okay, well, I cured depression now and then next you know it comes back and you don't know how to navigate through these feelings. Right. So how do you think we could like break that down so we could do better as a community? Again, have more conversations like these because, you know, like you said, someone out there is listening, someone out there is watching, and it makes them think twice. It makes them think about, you know, either talking to someone, getting help, you know, opening up about their feelings. So just continuing to, to grow and make better safe spaces. Yeah. Also, education is key. We have this beautiful, beautiful woman. Her name is Google. And like... <laughs> Period, right? Like literally in today's day and age, if you have a question about anything, you have Google, you have Miss Siri right here, you right. have all of that. So there's kind of like little, there's really little leeway for an excuse on like, well, I don't know, or I don't know how to approach this when you, right. you could easily just go find out and just do it on your own. Search for Google. Literally. And if you are someone who are, who's like older and want to be stuck in your ways, that's not flying. We are human beings who have the ability to adapt and to learn so you should do your part and adapt and to learn with the right. signs of the times that's just my rant for today that's what i gotta get off my See? chest that's, that's what you gotta do one <laughs> rant that's another rant. facts facts so we talked about this pandemic like what do you think mental health for everybody's going to be like after all this is like said Honestly, and done i don't even know like i just try to take it dead day at a time now because even thinking about what's to come and what's next starts a whole nother like anxiety um trip for me it's just like okay 
you have to, I want everyone to try to remember to be as present as possible. Um, and also take time to spend with people that mean the most to you. You know, now that New York is slowly trying to open up, like get back into the groove of what you used to be doing and, and practice self-care tips and do what makes you happy because this has been something for like the ages. And it's- Yeah. <laughs> For real, and I don't think we're we're gonna we're not gonna come out of this like normal, right? I right. think we're going to be wearing face masks for another two years, right? And the crazy thing is about it: people who may not have been able to identify their mental health issues or problems that they may be going through will start to identify them now that they've been able to like sit in their shit. Yeah, for real, mm-hmm. just sitting here, just <laughs> festering away, <laughs> right? Like you just. Now you have really, now you have so much time to like really think about everything. And uh, when it comes to like the conversation of Black Lives Matter and all the other conversations that's rooted out of Black Lives Matter, because Black Lives Matter to me was just the catalyst and it just caused more and more conversation as to like the discrimination that's going on in this country. Right. Miss Corona really just, she said, okay, bitch, I'm going to humble y'all. And then I'm going to bring up humble y'all because people were still, let's talk about how people were still rioting and Corona is still going around. Oh yeah. Miss thing is she's been knocking on a couple of people's doors, but was she, what I think that coronavirus really's done, uh, if there's any positive uh, out of all of this so was, right. yeah, that now is just bringing up all the issues that we would have just ignored if we went to our everyday yeah, routines. Right, right. And that's even, like, sad enough to say it. it's even, like, broken up some relationships and, like, tested some people with... The amount of people that have broken up... <laughs> insane. But it really takes time to sit, like, when you look at it, it's like, thank God, almost, because it's like you never would have caught that or felt unhappy or realized you were feeling unhappy because we've, we've been able to take the time to slow down and really see what's around us. For real. Like like I said, the amount of people that have broken up. I've seen so many people be like, oh, I've never spent this much time with my husband or I never spent this right. much time with my wife. And you just think in your head, like, damn, you've been with this person this whole time. You have not gotten to learn the nitty gritty of them. <laughs> that is so crazy. That's, <laughs> that really shows the complexity of, of human beings. Like, you, right. like, your relationship is viewed one way when you have a certain routine. But once that routine shifts and that person shows who they really are, you're like, oh, shit, how did I ignore this? Right. All, all this time. But, yeah, like, every single thing that we have just put on a... All, every single thing that we put on the back burner is just now it's coming to light like it when it comes to george floyd i feel like if we didn't have coronavirus george floyd would have just been another person right. killed right ahmaud aubrey would have just been another person killed brianna taylor we wouldn't even brianna taylor's murder happened before quarantine right now, and now we're talking about if we didn't have quarantine we she would have just you know just died in vain i guess so it's this is just so interesting to see how everything is turning out. Miss Corona, she's out here slaying, slaying, literally. For real. But she's also waking people up to be like, this is what the fuck is wrong with you. Even nature's thriving. You heard about those damn hornets? I love that Instagram page. It's so motivational. I go on there occasionally just to scroll and see like, okay, what can I take in? Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. So just t- tell me more about it. Tell the audience more about it. So I started Remember Who You Are, I believe, January 2019. Um, I was with a woman's empowerment group entitled Sheba. She is better after it all. And she really pushed me 
Um, I never thought about creating a brand before or she was like, you have your personal life and you have what you want to do with the world. So it's time to really separate that. Mm -hmm. um, and I really was like, okay, let's just make an Instagram. Um, and it also how, it's also how I got into writing. Um, I just wanted to create something that people can like, again, resonate with my stories. I wanted a way to be able to, this is before I started YouTube too. So I wasn't really comfortable with talking or like being on the screen. I just wanted my thoughts to be written down. Um, so I created Remember Who You Are. I don't know, one day I was just sitting and I was like, all right. And I'm a big kid. So of course I took it from like <laughs> Lion King. And like, it's really, it's so simple, but so complex because we forget who we are, even though we, we know our names, um, but we forget who we are in seconds, whether it be the childhood trauma or anything that we go through, mental health. Um, so I wanted to create something to remind people that like you have a voice, you, you can be your own light at the end of the tunnel. So I just started um, writing and then uh, my friends were interested. So I created a whole team and now we've got this whole production going on and I've, I've, bought it, I've even bought it to the Bigo app. So I'm trying to just align myself with other people who want to do great things um, and really care about mental health. Yes, Robbie. And I think what's so good about that page is like you do have like those motivational quotes and stuff. And I do feel like people tend to forget that the power that they possess within themselves, the greatness that they possess within themselves. Because right, so, I forget sometimes too. Like, even yeah. the strong people need strong people to help them and remind them who they are. Oh, my God. I just had this conversation with my other friend. We talked about that strong friend. Mm -hmm. You know how... Oh, everything for, every, for everybody, but nothing to try to really help themselves or like, you know what I mean? Or like... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we definitely talked about that archetype for real and how nobody checks in on the strong friend. Everybody just assumes that the strong friend have shit to, okay. has everything. But no, like you need to still be able to check in. First off, if it's a friend, you're checking in on them regardless. Right. So, right. Regard you because you care. And so, and also if they're your friend, you could kind of like pick up on certain actions, body language, energy. Or silence. Silence. Yeah. Silence speaks volumes. That's facts. Like, so yeah, that strong friend archetype. That's that's something we I discussed before, also on the podcast too. Like, like people really don't like to check in on that strong individual because they just assume that they have everything together. But back to remember who you are. Like, that's it's great to have that rem remind. Like, I have the post notifications on. Like, it's great to have. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's great to have the post notifications on because. Like ever so often, like it just pops up and I'm like, yep, I needed this. Robbie's talking to me. Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> and thank you. And, and I want to shout out, first of all, to Ashley and Darren, because, you know, doing like YouTube videos, I, for a good while, I couldn't keep up the page. And mm -hmm. that's when I realized that like, hey, you might, you may need help. You can't do everything for everybody and then don't give yourself time and you can't be all and, you know, mm -hmm. and you can need a team. So I've been able to keep up, we've been able to keep up the page thanks to them. And now that I've gotten back on board and they've been writing. So like we all write for the page. So it's everyone's different stories, everyone's different perspective. I'm working on getting more writers for the brand um, just so people can just use their voices. Yes, love that, love that. Um, so now I want to really get into your work. YouTube, Bigo, you're a blogger. Like, you are a very busy individual, and I'm actually kind of overwhelmed. By <laughs> I'm overwhelmed every day. I swear. 
I was over, I was just like, all right, I got the meeting here. I got to post this a bit later, later the, edit the YouTube video. I feel like- You got to get your Beagle hours in. Right, all of that. It's like, <laughs> people be telling me to slow down. It's also part of like, I'm learning that, you know, with the process to be able to like, know when to chill, learn when to turn it off, learn when yeah. to, all right, this is enough. But I do push myself hard, I have to. You do. I mean, it's a good thing, but I remember you, you said you're not Caribbean, but you sure do fucking work like a Jamaican, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the YouTube channel. What made you start that? Robbie Rants. So, Robbie Rants. So originally, um, I want, I've always wanted to invest in a camera, um, and I did for my birthday this past November, and I was like, okay, now it's time to like, I've always used to do Facebook Live with my parents and do conversations and like Snapchat and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, I've always wanted to like be a part of social media and just use my voice. I was like, okay, I've, I've become a writer. Now it's time to be able, like people, there's a, there's a different sense of genuine when you hear someone talk or see them on a screen or get that feel of personality. And I was like, I need to finally come out of my shell and give this to the world. So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna create Robbie Rance. I met this woman in Starbucks um, and we were talking. She liked my goddess dope hoodie. We started chatting I told her about Robbie Rance. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, ooh, you should join the show. Mind you, I had no idea it was, it was only supposed to be me, but I was like, you should join the show. And so she was like, all right, cool. And then one day I feel like I woke up and God spoke to me and I saw um, at Brown Girls here on Instagram. And like God spoke to me, it was like her too. And I was like, okay. So like I hit her up. I was like, hey, do you want to do this show? So we started doing Robbie Rants. Um, and we've just been going. Due to Corona, we didn't film like any episodes. So we're, we're on pause. So that made me start like the Rob vlog because I was like, okay, um, I want to start being able to still tell my stories. You know what I mean? And not, and like, I was kind of scared. I like, I'm just like, okay, this is really just me now. And it's just time to like, not hide behind other people or just really just talk about all the things I wanted to talk about. So I was like, YouTube it is. And there needs to be more um, people of color on YouTube. And I feel like uh, uh, people in general of substance, um, honestly, doesn't matter your skin color, but like just there's, there needs to be, I was like, every time I see things or, or watch things, or even on Beagle, it's like, where's the substance? So I just wanted to become, you know, something that people wanted to see. Talk about it, because I do feel like YouTube and other social media apps are just saturated with just nonsense, <laughs> to be honest with you. Right, honestly, pranks and mukbangs, which are, which are cool and funny, but like, what are you really taking away something? Yeah, something what's your point? Like, Right. What do you, what is your overall purpose because yes mukbangs and challenges are good but if you're not if you're doing mukbangs and you're not like a cooking channel or a food channel right what is your you're just doing it just to do it like <laughs> right and there has to be and that's why i started too i knew there was purpose behind what i had to say i knew that like people would hopefully want to grasp and i knew if i could touch one person that eventually like it would set up for multiplication yeah and just be helped in touch I mean, yeah and this is not to bash people in their creative a brain like you could do whatever you want all i'm saying is make sure you have a motherfucking purpose right. that's all that's all right. i tell my friends this all the time and um when i was at my university i was the program director for my radio station mm -hmm. and i would tell those kids all the time like 
if you're going to come on here on this platform at the radio station, make sure you're just not up here just talking about bullshit. Like, what is your purpose? They want to be seen and not heard. It's like, oh, yeah, they know I want to do this. Like, what do you have for the world? Right. What is your overall, what is it? Right. Um, So, yeah, that's good. I love the Robbie Ranch channel. Um, You are so candid on there and so open uh, talking about everything that you've gone through. Is it kind of, is it very difficult to, like, be so open to the public like that? It, it's not um, only in like group settings in real life. Like it's something about like when I turn on the camera or like, or in a live stream, it's just like, I just, I don't know. I just let go and just, I'm free. It's, yeah. it's weird. I've, I've found this love with the camera and just being able to talk and just, I don't script my YouTubes and like some people are like, you should. I'm just like, I feel like I just want, it's like a little diary almost. It's like this is what I have for the world. This is, you know, what I've been through. Here you go. Yeah, it's a bitch to edit when it's not scripted, but <laughs> tell me about it, okay? But editing is, uh, uh, I love the process. Like, I just finished editing a video I said I was supposed to edit like a couple weeks ago. That's how it be. Coming out tomorrow, guys. Coming out tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about Bigo. Gotta love Bigo. <laughs> love and hate relationship for Bigo, but changing it now. Um, for those of you who don't know, Bigo is a live streaming app where you can go and you can meet different people from all around the world. You can make money. You can create a family. You can do all kinds of different things. Um, I wanted to become like when I didn't have time to or feel like editing. I just wanted to go live and and just talk and rant and bring what I do to YouTube on Bigo and just meet people. Um, it's had some challenges. I've definitely learned a lot about myself and a lot about other people. Yeah. Um, but I just decided the other day to create a family on here. So I bought Remember Who You Are to Bigo um, and trying to get some people involved on there. And it's a great, I think it's a great app to connect with different people. I think it's a great app to be able to show people what you're really about in your day-to-day life yeah. Um, yeah. and just build better um, safe spaces. I do panels on Saturday. I'm actually doing a panel on HIV tonight. Um, just more taboo topics, more things that people, another way to just have an outlet. For real. I feel like Bigo, it has kind of become this, this space for a lot of like black queer content creators uh, for the, for the better or for the worse. Don't know, but, right. <laughs> right. You but it still has become, it still become this, this mecca for like a lot of queer content creators, which is beautiful. It's nice to see whole panels with nothing but black people in it. Like that's, right. and, or panels where they're not screaming or arguing because there's a lot of that on that app. Oh girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Oh, there's a lot. I can't like, remember when I first got on there, like, let me tell you, <laughs> I can I'm not uh they call it reading but I don't I'm not into like cracking I feel like it's cracking on people like right it is it is and that's again they just don't want to deal with the truth cuz I don't it. crack I read okay I come from the school of drag queens and so okay. I don't I don't know about that the going back and forth type shit but that's <laughs> that <laughs> I try to avoid that side of beagle cuz it really does get it gets nutty like it's messy and like messy and my thing was too i thought was like well first thing i thought was like mental health people's mental health are like probably being oh compromised for real 
it's like, okay, there's your, there's your niche. There's another part. Like, go be that, you know, there because it needed it. It's still <laughs> yeah, you are definitely the light of Bigo. I'm, that sh- bitch, I coined that. <laughs> okay. The light of Bigo. I live for that. Um, so where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself within like the next five years? Um, honestly, I don't know. And I think that's the best part about it. Like between writing and YouTube and Vigo, I just want to inspire people to like use their voices and, you know, create this empire. Um, so people remember who they are and, and just help change the world. Because I feel like we get so lost again in wanting the change, but we, we forget that we have to be the change first. So yeah, I want to help people do the change with me how old would you be in five years i'm 33 which is crazy to think about don't even cut please (laughs) okay old as fuck (laughs) 33 you're you're black gay 33 and you're not married with no kids God willing, that's a whole nother thing. I gotta. I'm working on building this empire first, so that way I can be able to provide for these these children of mine that I'll have one day. Crazy. No, it's fine. We're just gonna just have our own houses, I guess. <laughs> just become house moms. <laughs> Filled with a bunch of just queer kids running all over the place. That's how I. That's where I see my life going. To be honest, right? I definitely you. see my life like adoption to you know different things of that nature. Yes, house. Hustle Wilson. Definitely out of New York. I will tell you that much. You want to leave New York? Yeah, definitely. After all this, like, yeah, I'm over it. What? When I tell you I love living, I don't live in New York City. I live in Jersey City. So I'm just outside of the city. But I do love... Quiet over there, even over there. What happened? It's quiet in Jersey City for the most part. You would fucking think. Yeah. (laughs) Especially now with the fireworks. But, you know, my parents are out there. Yeah, Jersey City is is definitely like I just love living in the in this area. It's too cluttered. Like I just yes, way too cluttered. Like, but I don't really see myself leaving though this area, this over here. I really don't. I love going. I think I just love the privilege of going into New York City and then coming out of it. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I lived in Brooklyn, I probably would have lost my damn mind by now. Brooklyn's a lot. <laughs> Wait, how was how was gentrification over there for you? Like, how, how have you seen Brooklyn change from like when you were younger to now? Um, I guess I there were a lot of fights. Where like I grew up in Coney Island. Those of you who know Coney Island, mm-hmm. and it's not just rides and the Ferris wheel. It's real. It 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 was hood. It was yeah. crazy. So like now to see, I guess you know, different kinds of people. I guess I kind of feels safer but then with all the stuff going on in the world you don't so it's just like i always forget to plug myself as a content creator that's the hardest part like remember to plug yourself we are so when i tell you i'm the same way because we're so selfless like we don't even think about ourselves right. at all at all it's like here's what what's going on with this person that person oh wait here's what i have going on you should get it Usually when I'm on other people's show i usually tell them like okay remind me to plug myself <laughs> i don't right I really don't because I'm just like, I'm just here. Subscribe <laughs> right. to that YouTube channel, Robbie Rants, guys. Yes, go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Robbie Rants. Amazing, oh, amazing YouTube channel. Instagram. You're getting some some subscribers up on that channel too. You're up there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying to hit that thousand to make Wait. it another like stream of income. Okay. 
entrepreneurship. It's it's hard, y'all, but I'm trying. So, what are some mental health tips that you could give out to to people? Um, don't be afraid to open up about the things that you're going through because um, a lot of people are going through them with you. Um, if you ever need someone to talk to, you know, I'm sure you'll put my links and stuff, whatever. You feel free to hit me up. I always say, I mean, I answer right away, but I do answer. Um, and just be able to talk, be open-minded to change. Um, and know that you're not the only one going through these things and know that like, if you talk, things may get better and then other people can help find a solution. You know, you're not by yourself. There you go. Oh, Robbie. Thank you so much for coming on to the Devon Hour. Uh, I'm going to tell you when everything is going to get posted. I got you. I've coined you two terms today, or probably three. (laughs) I expect my invoice in the mail. I got you, okay? (laughs) I I also expect my... um, family badge invitation um to be accepted soon we're gonna talk about that because <laughs> we got to get you promoted and we got to get more people on your show and we got to promote and just like get you to grow even bigger so yes we'll hang around for that i'm gonna stop recording and then we could have <laughs> okay <laughs> give me some information about that okay. all right so thank you everybody and i'll see you next week uh to watch the previous two episodes with fillet speaks and torian l baskerville there are two amazing queer black men who are out here with content um follow all their stuff amazing amazing we're just celebrating black queerness this whole entire month yes we should get a group panel and like make it bigger next and like let's do we gotta talk i'm sorry i just my mind we need a this business relationship i'm loving it so much right (laughs) create 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 i'm serious yes okay bye bye guys